spirited proprietor was dead to begin with. Natural causes, but possibly related to austerity. Mr. Punch had been, consequently, at something of a loose end for a little while, but soon had continued his life of killing and maiming as ever before, one might even say with a little more gaiety than previously. Christmas Eve, and Mr Punch had just been for a walk down the shambles when he'd visited a boutique, artisan bakery, and rammed a braddle into the eye of the rather dull young man who worked there. With his sourdough baguette, he unlocked the door of his little stripy house and walked up the stairs to where all the boys and girls could see him. After trying and failing to squeeze out the little diamond he'd been polishing for a fortnight, Mr Punch went to bed. It had been a long day. To be honest, I'm absolutely f boys and girls. It's been such a long day. I had to go to the job centre this morning, and I'd done bad things with my tools again. Nevertheless, Mr Punch was very sleepy. He did a little fart that really hurt as he dropped off to sleep. But I didn't quite get there, did I? To sleep, I mean. First, all the dirty cups on Mr Punch's bedside table began to rattle around. Earthquake. Murder. Then Mr Punch's drill began to drill in the air of his own accord. What the f***ing f*** is that f***ing doing? Bloody being cute. Mr Punch stood, walked towards the badly behaved drill and pulled out the battery. There. That'll f***ing sort the f***ing thing out for the night. Now perhaps I can get some f***ing sleep. The wind sounds like my dead friend, the proprietor, tonight. You forgot to eat your supper tonight, Mr. Punch. Holy fuck, it is the fucking proprietor. But you're fucking dead as a fucking doornail, aren't you? Inda, if I was your special pal, the spirited proprietor. Yes, I fucking know that. I just fucking said that, didn't I, boys and girls? Mr. Punch, you have to change your wears. After all, it's Christmas time. Why the holy fuck would I give a flying fuck about fucking Christmas time? Because, Mr. Punch, it's the season of goodwill, kindness and giving. What the fuck? Are you off your chops? You know why you have to not be such a meanie pegs to people, Mr. Punch, especially in festive season. Fuck that. I like killing. And it reduces a surplus population. Tonight you will be visited by three spirits. F***ing mint, that's all I f***ing need. Expect the first ghost when the bell twirls one. One what? One bell. What bell? This one. Holy f***, who the f*** are you? Bob. Bob. Bob, Bob. How's your mother? Oh, Joey. It's you. Last time I saw you, I'd just caught up with you and... And you tore out my stomach. That's right, I disemboweled you with my new angle grinder. Well, how are you? Dead. But other than that, I'm alright. I'm your ghost to Christmas past. What the f*** does that f***ing mean? I'm here to show you the true meaning of Christmas. Through the ages, 
Up to and including anything that happened before the present moment. So Punch and Joey sat down with some pork scratchings and Joey showed Punch Mel Gibson's wonderful film, The Passion of the Christ. I loved the bits where they were hurting the really tedious man for a long time. You know, there might be something in this Christmas after all. The proprietor intervened. Now, now, Mr. Punch. I think that you are missing the point of Christianity here. Christianity isn't all about violence and hurting people and the colonial seizure of land. Only some of it is. Well, that's good enough for me. Sign me up. I want to be a Christian. You know you can't just become a Christian. You have to work at it. Twirl the other cheek. You want me to twirl? You mean you have to love your brothers and sisters, Punch. F*** that. They're all massive assholes. Now, now, Mr. Punch. You know not all people are massive assholes. Only some of them are. Well, that's good enough for me. Now, can you all piss off and let me get some sleep? Now, now, Mr. Punch. You know I told you there, we're going to be three spirits. Well, get the third one over with, then I can get some sleep. There's two more, Mr. Punch. Two more? Doesn't make sense now, does it, boys and girls? First there was the proprietor. That's one spirit. Then Joey. That's two. I don't count as one of the spirits, Mr. Punch. I am more like an, a narrator of guas. Yes, but you are a spirit. Yeah, but not one of these spirits, Punch. I don't f***ing get it. Can you all f*** off? And suddenly they did, and Punch was alone again. You're a mean one, Mr. Punch. You really are a And you keep your head of vileness neath your stupid floppy hat, Mr. Punch. I see you or think of you, I really just wish you'd f*** off. Like, f*** with that. Maybe I can get some f***ing sleep. Then Punch heard a sound from the next room. <laughs> Come in and know me better, man. Punch rose from his bed and peered through the doorway. Oh, holy f***ing shit, it's f***ing Boris f***ing Johnson. And it was in Punch's lounge. Filling the room atop a sea of grilled lobster, prostitutes and golden goblets full of cocaine, Boris Johnson perched, a giant with a crown of ivy around his head. Come in and know me better, man. Boris Johnson was gorging himself on an immense chicken leg that left a trail of amber across his face. I know you well enough, you can't. Uh -huh. but how well do you really know me? You think you're the dog's box with all that murder? But look at me. I led a country's descent into fascism and rigged an election to make it look like I'd had a stupendous victory. And am I happy? You fucking bet. Are you trying to imply that you're even more of a cunt than I am? Even more so, sir. You see you, Mr. Punch. 
are an emotionless psychopath. I'm much worse because the violence that I perpetrate is caused by a vicious opportunism created by a lust for power. Yes, I'm not really interested in power, just in hurting people, because I think it's really, really f***ing funny. Allow me to offer you some chicken. No, it's all right, thanks. I've got terrible guts at the moment, my dear. Some co cocaine? Want to get off your f***ing tits on whack? Look, I've got loads of Drugs. You can help yourself. I'm really f***ing rich. Go on then. And Mr. Punch and Boris Johnson got off their chops. You know, I'd really like to see somebody in pain right now. Oh, oh yes. That would be so f***ing funny. So Mr. Punch and Boris Johnson watched Mel Gibson's superlative film, The Passion of the Christ. That Mel Gibson is such a talented filmmaker. I really like the people being whipped hard on their legs. Yes, I love films that exude an air of harsh, unrelenting Catholicism, don't you, boys and girls? Well, I'm horny now. Goodbye. And Boris Johnson went away to burn some books after closing the local fire station. You're a mean one, Mr. Punch. definitely say about you is your one violent selfish mother well thank f he's gone maybe now i can get some fucking sleep mr punch laid down in his bed but unfortunately it was swallowed by the ground he looked around himself as he sat up in bed in the middle of a desolate wasteland what the f is this a hooded figure materialized in front of him and pointed westward Mr. Punch turned his head. A river of blood, and floating in this river, the victims of all of Punch's nights on the town. What the f***? Well, it's sort of ugly, but it has a strange beauty For to it. goodness sake, Mr. Punch. What? Where did you come from? I was on the toilet. People have all the land. Look to the east, Mr. Punch. And there, eastwards, a small gravestone. And on this gravestone was carved in beautiful serif. Here lies Punch, a massive c***. Oh, well, that's very charming. That's what a weird you, Mr. Punch. If you don't change your wheels... I don't give a f I'll be dead. True enough. And Mr. Punch awoke with a start in his room. You're a mean one, Mr. Punch. You really make me duke. Your brain is like a hand grenade. Your heart is like a nuke, Mr. Punch. My nearest hardware store, I'm running the f*** away and calling the pigs. 
The snow outside had fallen heavy on the windowsill. Mr Punch leapt out of bed, flung open the window, and shouted to a small urchin on the street. You there, boy. Me, sir. Yes, you. What day is it? What day is it? Why? Sir, it's Christmas Day, sir. Christmas Day, eh? So I haven't missed it. Well, you know that giant turkey they have in the window of the butcher's shop down there? What, the one that's as big as me? Yes, the one that's as big as you. Well, what about it? You go down to the butcher's, ask for that giant turkey as big as you, and stuff it up your ass. The boy cried all the way home and some years later hanged himself. Oh, <laughs> Mr Punch sat in his house, ate a massive meal all to himself, crystallised that diamond and then that afternoon got really drunk and burned down the parish church. After which he went back home and watched Mel Gibson's tremendous film The Passion of the Christ, which was now his favourite movie. God bless us, everybody.